850 KFUO. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio as well. Now, it's time for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely here on the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. And Doug, last week, I think that uh, Mm -hmm. you said we were going to have another Isaac Watts song, but there was going to be a co-writer, Robert Lowry. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. We're going to do this like two weeks in a row. I'll give you an idea what we're doing here. Um, basically, unless songwriters compose the music themselves, they usually have no control over what music accompanies their texts. And in some ways, this is, this is Isaac Watts' issue here. We're going to talk about this during this week, Holy Week, and we're going to have another Easter Week hymn that, that somebody changed the tune on too. So uh, we're going to look at two hymns where the music changes, uh, uh, changed how we sing the hymns themselves. Okay. So this week uh, we're going to take a look at one more Isaac Watts hymn, the 18th century composing friend who we've <laughs> learned to know throughout the entire Lenten season. Uh, he wrote these lyrics. I'm just going to do the lyrics okay. because because I don't remember the tune, <laughs> the original tune. Okay. But it goes like this. Come we that love the Lord and let our joys be known. Join in a song with sweet accord. Join in a song with sweet accord. And thus surround the throne and thus surround the throne. Well, Isaac Watts was remembering what we know as the songs of ascents. That's Psalms 120 to 134 in, in our, our Bible. These psalms were sung by sojourners, people who were on a journey uh, on their way to Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of, feast of Passover, or could have been any of the other important feasts in the uh, Jewish calendar every year, where they were all invited to come and gather at Jerusalem. Well, for Passover, they would gather in Jerusalem where a lamb would be slain, and then they would celebrate God's deliverance of Israel from Egyptian slavery by celebrating a meal together where the sacrificed lamb would be the main course. And to this day, that's what Passover is all about, the Passover meal. They did this to remember the night when the Lord passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt when he struck down the Egyptians and spared our houses. That's a quote from Moses. The lamb was slain as a substitute for the deaths of the firstborn sons in the homes of Israel. And if you remember the uh, the story, uh, what they did was they took the blood of the lamb and they put it upon the doorframe. So the angel of death literally passed over their house while he was on the way to kill the firstborn of all the households in Egypt. It was a, it was a scary night in very, in very many ways. But the Lord said, we want you to make this a festival that will continue forever. And to this day, uh, Passover will be celebrated uh, this year on uh, Friday night. And uh, the very same time that we celebrate uh, Good Friday. As the sojourners approached Jerusalem, they sang their songs of praise. We know that Jesus intentionally celebrated the Feast of Passover with his disciples in what we now know as the Last Supper. Uh, But this wasn't a sad moment. It was a joyful one. For we know that on the cross of Calvary, uh, Jesus would sanctify us as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world through the offering of his body once for all. Watts wrote in his version of the Song of Ascents this third verse. The hill of Zion yields a thousand sacred sweets, 
before we reach the heavenly fields, before we reach the heavenly fields, or walk the golden streets, or walk the golden streets. Now, the 19th century writer Robert Lowry, a fellow who lived in the United States, rewrote the tune and added a chorus. Uh, the final verse now goes like this. And here's his music. Then let our songs abound and every tear be dry. We're marching through Emmanuel's ground. We're marching through Emmanuel's ground to fairer worlds on high, to fairer worlds on high. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. That's an interesting um, chorus that was added by Lowry. Uh, in fact, a good friend of mine named Barry just absolutely loves this hymn and because he loves this chorus. And he thinks that we should live all our lives like we're marching to Zion. <laughs> well, Lowry literally changed the hymn from one song by those on a journey to a triumphant victory march. And that was just because of the music and just because of the chorus that he added. Now, Jesus did much the same thing at the Last Supper in the upper room. He added to the Passover meal the breaking of bread with the words, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is a triumphant, victorious celebration worth marching upward to receive. Um, in, in some ways, we could talk about the people coming up to the altar to receive Holy Communion as a, as a march, although we hardly ever think about it that way. I've often observed people coming to receive the Lord's Supper at our church service with sadness on their faces because they are receiving the forgiveness of their sins. I told our worshipers that this is an okay thing to do, but if that's the case, then when you leave the table, you should do it with a smile on your face because you have just received the forgiveness of your sins. That's right. <laughs> I often think the same thing. You're looking around and people look so sad and everything, but it's really a happy occasion. Come on. As a matter of fact, you know, if we, when we leave, maybe this would be a good chorus to sing. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. So that's my, uh, that's my little Holy Week meditation, uh, talking about how because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross and rising again on the third day, he has turned this week into a triumphant, victorious celebration. Yes, he has. Would you yes. like to lead us in a prayer? Sure. Lord, we pray for your word to lead us through the sad hours of Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, only to be ready to celebrate what you won for us in Jesus' resurrection victory on Easter Sunday. We pray in the name of Jesus, who is crowned with many crowns for this reason. Amen. 
Amen. Next week, we'll be doing our share Oh, yeah? Um, I was already contacted by the people at the radio station about uh, being yeah. interviewed during the share yeah. <laughs> yeah, They said you were going to be on with me, but I don't know if uh, we'll actually touch on our, our podcast here. So uh, we'll skip a week for that. And also, okay. Friday, tomorrow, is Good Friday and then Easter Sunday. Yes. For our listeners that are looking for a place to worship, uh, tell them a little bit about Jerusalem, where it is, and uh, about your Good Friday and Easter services. Okay. Well, Jerusalem Lutheran Church is located in the middle of a neighborhood in uh, uh, the middle of Collinsville. Um, a lot of people in Collinsville know Cruda Bakery, and uh, Cruda Bakery is located basically a block away from our church. Uh, you can, you can, if you look through some buildings in between the church and uh, and the bakery, uh, you can find the steeple of the church uh, right over there by Cruda Bakery. In fact, our, our street name's easy to remember. It's three oh five. Collinsville Avenue, and Collinsville Avenue ends on Main Street. Right. So that's pretty good, too. Pretty easy to find on that side. Easy to find you. Yes. Our, our uh, Good Friday service is at 2 p.m. It's going to be a very simple service. We're going to be reading the uh, Passion Story of Jesus uh, from John chapter 19, and I'm going to be doing a short sermon because the service is supposed to last from 2 to 3. A short sermon, but in the process of doing the short sermon, I'm going to be talking about the seven last words of Christ from the cross. Not like the three-hour service that many of us have known in the past. (laughs) I'm not preaching seven sermons. (laughs) I'm just mentioning the seven words from the cross in the sermon that I'm preaching. So that's what's going on on Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. And then on Easter Sunday, we're going to have our uh, Easter celebration service, the resurrection service at 10 a.m. And uh, we're honored and privileged to have uh, as our organist, Pastor Jim Gullen. Um, Our uh, associate pastor, Pastor Jim Lucas, is going to be there. My uh, grandson, Avery, is going to be playing violin. Uh, We're going to have a choir singing. Uh, It's just going to be a very special service. And that's at 10 a.m. on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Sounds good. So So, uh, we'll look forward to having people come and join us. We'd be happy to see you. Yeah, it'd be a blessing. And uh, so what are we talking about next time we uh, have this program? All right. Well, the next time we have this program, you know, Easter goes for seven weeks, so Mm -hmm. we can always do this. This is Easter hymn now, but an Easter hymn that, once again, somebody has changed the tune to. Uh, Actually, the Easter hymn is called Christ Jesus Lay in Death Strong Bands, and it was written by Martin Luther. And I've sung the hymn, and, you know, I can do it, but the tune is not all that exciting. And a few years ago, our friends at the Wisconsin Synod uh, put together a new hymnal called Christian Worship Supplement. And in that supplement, uh, one of their editors, a fellow by the name of Kermit Moldenauer, uh, has written a new tune to Christ Jesus Lay in Death Strong Bands. And it's an exciting tune. I've heard people hum the tune as they've walked out of church. So uh, we're we're looking forward to doing that and uh, just talking a little bit about uh, how, once again, a later author uh, changed the tune and, and made the hymn much more compelling and, and much more triumphant for us to sing. Yeah, sounds like a great program, and I look forward to also having you join me for share We'll look forward to that, and uh, God's blessing. I just was sitting down writing middle-of-the-month checks, and uh, you're getting one mailed to you today. Oh, well, we appreciate that. Thanks so much. You're most welcome. Blessed Easter to you. Blessed Easter to you as well, Doug. Thanks for being on the program.
Oh, you're welcome. KFUO, the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.